Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for our lives. I'm your host, Grace Fox, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Psalm 34:4. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Psalm 34, 4. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. The psalmist David wrote these words that lend hope to anyone who's ever struggled with fear. And that, my friend, would be pretty much all of us. Fear wears many faces. I discovered this after doing a survey with more than 350 women ages approximately 19 to 80. Some of the most common fears within that demographic were the fear for our loved one's well-being, the fear of rejection, fear of inadequacy and failure, and fear of financial insecurity. Personally, I've experienced all of those and more. Along the way, I've discovered that fear left unaddressed influences our behavior, which in turn affects our outcome or destiny. For example, my older sister was consistently a high academic achiever in junior and high school. I felt as though my parents and teachers expected me to perform as she did, and I feared not measuring up. That fear drove me to cheat on a physics exam in 12th grade. As a young woman, I feared being unlovable because that would mean never getting married and having a family of my own. That fear prompted me to nearly marry a man who abused me. When I sensed the Lord nudge me to write a book about overcoming fear, I struggled with the fear of inadequacy and failure. It paralyzed me, and I said no to God's assignment for a year. Fear left unaddressed in David's life influenced his behavior too. Some theologians believe the words he wrote here refer to his experience recorded in 1 Samuel 21. To sum it up, the jealous and insecure King Saul had been trying to kill him, so David panicked and escaped by running 23 miles to Gath. That was the giant Goliath's hometown, 
This was enemy territory, and seeking safety there, especially while brandishing the dead giant's sword, didn't work so well. When the king of Gath refused to grant refuge, David panicked again. He resorted to deception and feigned madness to avoid execution. He scribbled on walls and let saliva drool down his beard. At that point, the former shepherd and future king went from heroism to humiliation. Fear left unaddressed further complicated David's life. He again deceived the king of Gath, but in a different matter, and a string of subsequent events led to the capture of David's and his men's wives and property. David's fear influenced his behaviors and led to negative outcomes. As a result of having to resolve the troubles caused by his own panic, he realized that seeking God's help rather than relying on his own strength was the much better way to go in the face of fearful situations. That's when he wrote Psalm 34. It's actually a song of thanksgiving to the Lord for his compassion and rescue. Let's take a look at several nuggets of wisdom we can glean through his hard-earned lessons. First, in today's Bible verse, David said that he sought God's help. In this context, to seek means to pursue intently or with abandon and devotion. Some theologians question how David could claim to have done this when his behavior in 1 Samuel 21 was rooted in fear and deception. Others argue that his doing so was entirely possible. One look at our own lives tells us we're prone to do the same. We might sincerely cry to God for help, but when the answer doesn't come as quickly as we want, or the answer looks different than we expect, we panic and take matters into our own hands. Based on David's experience, we learn that responding to our circumstances from fear rather than faith carries consequences. But we also learn that God is compassionate. David defamed God's character as the mighty defender of his people when he resorted to behaving like a madman to deceive the king and save his own skin. Yet God spared his life and eventually delivered him from a paralyzing fear of enemy kings and nations. Next, David's behavior, rooted in fear, led to humiliation and shame. It also led to the lives of other people being affected, his wife and children, and his men and their families. Allowing fear to dictate his response had far-reaching ramifications. The same is true in our lives. When my husband and I entered career missionary work, we had to depend on financial donations to pay our bills. Every month, a couple of days before our organization cut our paycheck based on whatever donations had arrived, my stress level rose because I was afraid we wouldn't have enough to pay our bills. As stress increased, patience with my husband and kids decreased. My unaddressed fear affected more than just me. David also learned that trusting God to hear our cries and deliver us is the better way to go. We will never be ashamed when we call on the Lord to rescue us. Neither will we be disappointed. 
God will always come through because he promised and he's forever a promise keeper. Referring back to the personal examples I gave you a few moments ago, God delivered me from the fear of not measuring up to my parents' and teachers' expectations by assuring me that my worth did not depend on grade performance. It depended on his opinion of me. Learning to live from this truth rather than from fear gave me the courage to confess cheating on the exam to my teacher. God delivered me from the fear of being unlovable by reminding me that he loved me unconditionally. Learning to live from this truth rather than fear freed me from an abusive relationship. God delivered me from the fear of failure and inadequacy by reminding me of his adequacies. Learning to live from this truth rather than fear positioned me to write the book, Moving from Fear to Freedom, A Woman's Guide to Peace in Every Situation. And he delivered me from the fear of financial insecurity by reminding me that he was Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He'd called our family to career missionary work, and he would provide whatever was needed to get the job done. Learning to live from this truth rather than from fear released me to trust him to provide, and then peace filled my heart. With what fears do you struggle, my friend? How are they influencing your behavior? How have they already affected your outcome or destiny? Refuse to let them control your life any longer. Instead, seek the Lord, call on Him, and trust Him to answer and deliver you from those fears. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you are Almighty God, able to deliver us from our fears. When fear rises, remind us of who you are and how much you love us. Give us the courage to walk by faith, not in fear. Give us the patience to trust your timing for our deliverance and the peace to trust your wisdom when deliverance doesn't match our expectations. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracebox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. 
I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists. But when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Finding uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone. And even hear about how one VIP passenger made a hardworking pilot get emotional before his flight. To start listening to the Story Behind podcast, visit lifeaudio.com.